I'm delighted to bring to you another episode where we're talking about a man that inspired so many in the faith, talking about being Christians, believers in God, and that is Billy Graham. His ministry reached so many people around the United States and eventually the world. He became such a polarizing and well-known and famous figure, did Reverend Graham. Graham brought his message of hope, love, and faith through his words, and I will add peace to that as well. The Reverend inspired an era in evangelizing. You think about it, one of the first famous TV and radio evangelist ministers was Billy Graham. This would continue on for many years to come. Younger generations, such as I, would come to get an education and learn the history of how God used this man to carry on the gospel. And we're referring and talking about Reverend Graham. Graham was born in Charlotte, North Carolina. He was an ordained Southern Baptist minister. But really it didn't matter what denomination you were, everybody talked highly out of respect for Billy Graham. It was through his famous crusades that became legendary that the preacher became famous for his sermons, for the lessons, whether he was teaching or preaching, whether or not these rallies were held indoors or outdoors. That was not important. It did not matter. What was important is that God was there using him. God was using the minister to teach the word, the Bible. These big revivals were soon to be broadcast on radio and television. Graham became an icon for Christianity, for the movement. You want to know more about how Billy Graham got his start into the ministry that we're talking about? The minister first started his ministry while attending college. Graham became a pastor of the United Gospel Tabernacle Church. This was back in the early to mid-40s, 1944 to be exact. Billy was the pastor for a brief period of time at the First Baptist Church in Western Springs, Illinois. Billy Graham had first started his ministry Going back to the late 40s, 1947 and 1949, it was in Los Angeles where his revivals would attract positive media, national news attention. Graham had conducted more than 400 crusades in 185 countries and territories on six continents. Those numbers are truly incredible when you think about it. Auditoriums would fill up with people yearning to know more about Jesus. They wanted to come and hear what the servant of God had to say when talking about Graham. They came expecting a word from the Lord. Graham held meetings. Excuse me, he held meetings in South Africa and Russia. Let me read over that again and correct that. The numbers of people that attended were truly amazing. Graham was carrying out his duty as a servant of the Lord. Graham was so crucial 
in sharing about the faith and giving us that reinforcement that everything's going to be all right. If we just believe and hold on to not only the Bible, but to God. And here's something you may not realize or know. Billy Graham was crucial in his contributions to the civil rights movement. This is something I had to learn myself in doing my research that I didn't even realize or know when writing this piece about the Reverend Graham. Reverend Graham was instrumental in helping with the civil rights movement. Reverend Graham remembered telling two ushers at a crusade to leave the barriers down or you can go on and have the revival without me. He was stern and he meant it. Graham spread that message that we are all God's people. Remember, we are all precious in the sight of the Lord. Billy met Dr. Martin Luther King, who was also a reverend, in 1955. The two became very close friends. We can't state the importance, the significance of the relationship between King and Graham right there. Graham was awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on October 15, 1989. That was big because you really didn't see a whole lot of ministers at the time getting their own walk of fame in Hollywood. So that was very monumental, to say the least. However, Graham was also a spiritual advisor for U.S. presidents. Graham retired from the ministry officially in 1992. And the Billy Graham Library is located in Charlotte, North Carolina, where he was born and grew up. The Billy Graham Training Center at Cove, Bear in Asheville, North Carolina, at least near it, talking about Asheville, North Carolina. That's why we got to say that again. But sadly, we lost the legendary evangelist at the age of 99. Graham died in his home in Montreat, North Carolina, on February 21st, 2018. So I wanted to show and pay my respect to one of my heroes in the faith and gospel. And you can still feel Graham's influence to this very day. Thank God for the Reverend Billy Graham. So we're going to play a clip here to end this program, and I'll still say a proper goodbye, but I thought it was very fitting and appropriate that we actually hear from the man of God himself talking about the Reverend Graham. And this is entitled, this sermon from the Billy Graham Classics, Your Soul. It was live in Washington, D.C. So let's cue it up and listen to it. It's off YouTube, so go check it out for yourself. Here you go. It's Billy Graham ministering right now. He's teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to take my opportunity tonight to welcome all of you that are here. And especially do I want to welcome those of the military that are here. Now tonight, I want us to turn to the 8th chapter of Mark's gospel. The 8th chapter of Mark's gospel, beginning with verse 31. And Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. And he spoke that saying openly and Peter took him and began to rebuke him. And when he had turned about and looked on his disciples, he rebuked Peter saying, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but the things that be of men. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. 
Now notice when Jesus called his disciples, he never hid from them the fact that to follow him meant suffering, persecution, and death. We have a great deal of what someone has called cheap grace. Easy to follow Christ. Easy to get in the church. In Jesus' day, he called them to suffering. He didn't call them to a playground. He called them to a battlefield. He called them to war, spiritual war. And he said, you're going to suffer and you're going to be wounded and you're going to die in my cause. So there you go. There's your sample of it. It's actually about a little over than half an hour, 30 minutes, 57 seconds is the time. That was about almost two minutes, one minute, and 55 seconds. But even in those few minutes, you get that that word, how God was just using him. What an anointing he had, talking about the Reverend Graham. So I wanted to end it that way. I wanted to say the proper goodbye, though, before signing off.